everyone. Hey. This is Matt. This is Jeannie. And this is Mutual Victory. Season two. <laughs> Before we go anywhere. Oh. There's a few things. Do you want to take another sip right in the microphone? I don't know if everyone heard that. This isn't in this weird ASMR that I think you're into. <laughs> or maybe it is. Like, this is one of those... You're, you're into this now, and I just have to accept that you're taking this weird turn in our relationship, and you're now into this weird thing. I don't... I don't like this alluding to me being into it. it co- I mean, it comes up a lot. I find the concept of it very fascinating. Just so everyone knows, our sound checks, when we turn everything on and put headphones in, you do like a lip-smacking, I just took a drink of something... Well, right I mean, if mic. you can hear that clearly, then you can hear me talking. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like when you start to whisper. Okay. Okay. Well, first, if you if you choose to explore this, I will support you, hundred percent. Thank you for not yucking any potential yum that I might have, and <clears throat> I'm not into ASMR. I love finding out what other people are into Mm. and trying to like break down where this comes from, from like a biological anthropological. What's the the draw? Right. What's the, you know, like foot fetishes. Like I'm like, where does this come from? Mm. This is amazing. Like what you explored that? Not like explored. foot (laughs) fetish. (laughs) That was an odd choice of words. I should have said research. Um, no, I have not researched oh, that. Okay. And I've had that thought. Like it's a fleeting thought that comes mm. up like, "Oh, I wonder where this thing comes from." Mm. Um Well, let me take note cuz we should probably find this out. We should do some research. Foot. Just for the official record right now, we have a flagrant display of naughty behavior happening right in front of our eyes by the youngest puppy. Oh, I can't see the pillows in the way. Yeah, he knows. That oh, he's, he's on the couch. You're right. So whatever. Hold on, I'm gonna discipline. Proper discipline has <laughs> commenced. Good job. Uh, so number two, I don't even know if I got to number one. We've just played Rebellion, Star Wars Rebellion, twice. We played it twice. Um. Mainly because we love playing it, but also we know someone that has the game. Yes, and was like, "This is crazy complicated. Right, I need help." So we learned it. We played it to refresh all the rules, so I can make like a YouTube tutorial mm-hmm. walking people through. Anyone who wants to watch the, any people walk, help this person learn the game. Um, but more importantly, we played it a second time, and I won. You won I never, for the first time. I never have never won that game. It's amazing. The closest I've ever come was years ago when I actually I had a Death Star. It was in the system yep. where the Rebel Base was. Yep. I had a super laser card I could have played, yep. but I didn't because I said, this is not going to be worth the rest of my Saturday. Oh, my Lord. So I said, maybe I'll do something else. And I did not realize the game was that close to ending. Anyway, I won. Found the Rebel base, landed, killed everyone on it. It was awesome. So, for the record, 
wins victory. for me. Wins are rare for me in this game because I'm always the empire. He says on the Mutual Victory podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stress enough how important it is to win at things against your spouse. Wow. Wow and wow. So number two is we just finished a cleanse. We did just finish a cleanse. Now, I mean, I think I'm going to say six and a half out of ten may recommend. It was, I, I didn't, it wasn't great. I mean, I'm going to say eight out of ten. Oh. Because there were like two times that I actually felt hungry. Oh, really? And, um... That's rare on a cleanse. Like sometimes you just like wither, <laughs> you wither into like I've been drinking juice for three days. So this was a seven day. We started on a Sunday and ended the next Saturday. Yeah, but it was Tuesday night, and you're laying in bed like <laughs> reminiscing about brownies. <laughs> like, like oh, brownie. You know, and <laughs> and you can kind of track like when your body really like clear something or is in the process of clearing and then how like gut bacteria brain chemistry chemicals in your body like rally against Mm. that so by the end of day three my body didn't have any like processed sugars or you know probably had killed a bunch of yeast in my gut and then i was like oh my god brownies (laughs) i want to eat them all and then you had you were like i've got a solution oh yeah yeah you talked about that brownie like you talk about a relative <laughs> like oh yeah i missed that do you remember those <laughs> do you remember well wait my solution after it was over no your solution oh yeah because, because of our I, bedtime hungriness i was also hungry right mm-hmm. the part of this cleanse was like you don't eat you eat dinner around six, mm-hmm. and then you don't eat after that. You don't eat until noon the next day, right? This is, which what that wasn't the really hard part because I don't usually eat a big breakfast. Right. You know, usually it's like berries or something, mm-hmm. so that wasn't too bad. But I guess we eat dinner kind of late uh-huh. because sometimes a couple times we ate at six, and then it was like right. ten o'clock bedtime, and I was hungry. So sneaky you know i don't know if it was against the rules but i didn't see anything in the information about saying that tums were against the rules <laughs> so <laughs> a couple times i would just go sneaky eat a few tums bedtime tums treats <laughs> i was hungry i mean technically we were taking supplements so part of it is like a ton of supplements it was just like my experience with the supplements was like, how am I going to consume this pile of pills <laughs> that are happening in one day? Um, and one of the supplements prior to bed was calcium. Mm. So before bed, you're taking alpha lipoic acid, to- uh, it's calcium, <laughs> not Tom's, calcium mm. and uh, magnesium. And so you're just taking more calcium in a snack form. Yep. Rather and, than a pill form. Chewy, delicious capsule pill So form. I don't think it was technically like cheating. Nice. You know. Loopholes. And it was really hilarious that it was like, oh, maybe I can eat a Tums. Yeah, it took the edge off. This is so delicious. Well, <laughs> also like, yes, we had to take handfuls of supplements like three times a day. Mm-hmm. And if any, we have any listeners out there realize that I have a. Very small, small esophagus. esophagus. Looking at these pills the size of my freaking finger. Right. So I had to like 
Crack Capsules, them open. Though, yeah. Crack them open. Pour them. Thankfully, Luna and I enjoy the same flavors of baby food. <laughs> so I just get a little spoon and sprinkle mix them in the baby food. Yep. We have this. We have the. We like the same flavors. Thank mm-hmm. God. Yeah, which you know it. It was great. I slept really great for the most part. Yeah, so pretty good. Um, it wasn't. There were two times that I felt like genuinely super hungry mm. right before bed. And and then and one of those times I think it was like eight thirty and I was like, Oh, we might as well just go to bed. There's nothing to stay up <laughs> we, for. We can't eat. I can't <laughs> might as well just go to bed. I can't eat a brownie. Like and okay, for the for the record, for all of my hyperfixation on brownies during this cleanse, we do not have brownies no, in our we house don't. ever. No, we don't. This is not a thing. <laughs> this is not a thing that's like, you know what'll be good right now? Brownie. A brownie. Um Oh, I'm going to grab one from the cupboard. Like, I don't bake. No. Ever. You don't. Unless it's the holidays, I guess. Right, I yeah. break around the holidays. But so, yeah, it was just, it's just so funny to watch your mind through the whole thing and watch your mind be like, if anything, I think in a lot of ways, I was even more focused on what we were eating for dinner yeah. than I typically am. Like, right. oh, you'll yeah. ask me around like three or four o'clock, like, what are we eating for dinner tonight? And I'm like, I don't know. Right. You know, but... That wasn't possible during the cleanse. Like, we had to go and get all the things. I mm-hmm. had to be able to, you know, like, make all the vegetables. Yeah, it was great. And I also uh, liked being able to eat, like, fish. Right. Like, I would eat a piece of fish and then a ton of vegetables. And mm-hmm. I, I really liked that. It was good. I don't know what this thing did. It may have just, like, supercharged my metabolism. Because, of course, what happened, like, the days after was, first of all, I bought an apple pie, <laughs> mainly because, well, we had pecans as a snack. Yeah, you could eat and nuts. And it made me think of pecan pie. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, a pecan Can pie. Can you tell how much kaffa we both have? We're like, brownies and pie. Pecan pie sounds so good right now. And then I was went to Wegmans and I didn't get a pecan pie. I got an apple pie. looked even better. And again, when was the last time we purchased a pie? No. Uh, oh, Thanksgiving? Yeah. Maybe? Christmas? Yeah. Christmas, probably. Um, but, and then I ate enough pie as I would have before the cleanse. And it gave me a bellyache. <laughs> what's, this, what's today? Wednesday? This was like Monday. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. He was down for the count yeah. for like two and a half hours for, for <laughs> uh, eating pie. It was Yeah. I had a little ginger tea and then I recovered quickly. But I had a tummy ache because I ate too much apple pie for lunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I'm seven apparently. So it does like a significant reset just on your whole thing. Yeah. And, but with the metabolism, we also had pizza one night. Mm-hmm. And that didn't hurt my belly at all. But I did eat. The whole pizza, like that, it wasn't like a. And then some. It wasn't the big. Right, pizza. it was like a personal. It was like a fourteen-inch <laughs> pizza. pizza. But I ate the whole thing, and then a handful of slices of what was left over, and I was still hungry. <laughs> yeah, like what is happening? Like yeah. it's just churning through whatever I'm yep. eating. It's crazy. Yeah. Reset your gut bacteria and all that great stuff. So that was good. Obviously, we were detoxing because, like, man, not to have too much information, but. We were stinky. Yeah. There were some stinky pits happening in this house. <laughs> Who knew? I didn't know that was going to be a thing. Woo! I'm like, ugh. And we're generally not stinky people. No. You know? Um, It's a pitta thing, like pitta fire. To stink? 
uh, well, to have a very earthy scent, to uh. have a very like musky kind Ooh. of fleshy scent is a pitta attribute. And um, so we stoked that fire, man. We were like, we're going to crank this up yeah. and, you know, I'm going to put some patchouli in my armpits. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't really want to do this whole thing over again, but like based on what we ate and the times we ate, I would like make permanent changes like that. Like, yeah, don't eat a lot before noon. Stick to blueberries. Yeah, um, don't eat a lot of grains. Eat a lot of right. Yeah, no grains or dairy. Really, right. yeah. Primarily vegetables. Like, oh, I, I can totally do that. I felt great. I felt, felt pretty good. good. You know, so. <sighs> Brava, bravissimo! We did it. Oh my god. <laughs> I just have to. I have to ease back into things. I can't eat two pieces of apple pie. No, like I did before. as your introductory meal of the day. <laughs> it was. Lo- it was lunch. You're right. <laughs> Crap. Um. So I learned something new about you this morning, like half an hour ago. Really? And this wasn't as much of like a. Oh my gosh! I can't believe I didn't know this. This is fascinating. I'm just peeling back another layer. Oh, okay. I, I was actually now. just like shocked. <laughs> I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Almost, I won't say disgusted. <gasps> <laughs> it was so shocked. Just like what, what happened in your childhood? Oh that this... my god! I can. This is such a one sentence that it's just came out of your mouth. It's such a weird. It's like I, it is such a big part. I thought of like everyone's upbringing that they just like. Where did you go to school? <laughs> did you just go to school in the woods? Because that's the only way. Definitely not. I went to public school. I went to more public school than you did. Well, yeah. I didn't go to public school at all. <laughs> so maybe this is a public school versus maybe. private Catholic school thing. So we we play trivia so. every Wednesday. Yes, we do. Local pub has trivia. It's DJ trivia. So you get to go on this website and they have a clue of the day, like a paragraph that gives you some kind of clues or things you can look up, some mm-hmm. hints about what questions. And one of the clues was like state capitals. So then, of course, as the one, I say, I bet I could name all the state capitals, which I think I did. I got to, let's see, 46, you think? I missed two or three. You really only missed two. Like, where my first guess was wrong, and then I, there, I, no. I think there were two that I just didn't know. Two that you just didn't know. And, like, maybe two or three others that I Yeah, guessed. but you guessed, like, one or two things, and Like, my second correct. guess was right, not right. the first one. And so, I say, hey, why don't we just go, th- go through the state, ca- the state alphabetically, mm-hmm. I'll see if I can name the capitals. Mm-hmm. And you said, okay, I don't really know them alphabetically. And I said, well, just sing the song. Mm-hmm. And you said, I don't know the state song. I don't know the state song. And it was a record scratch. Dear Lord. I'm like, what do you mean you <clears throat> don't know the state song? Everybody marry a social studies teacher. It gets really hot at 830 <laughs> in the morning. Like, I, I just could not process how you had gone through 42 years on this planet. Mm-hmm. And not, I mean, I think you know it, like of it, mm-hmm. but like you had gone through and not learned it. That blew my mind. Yeah. Yep. Two things. One, I did not learn the states that way. I learned the states through this gigantic wooden states puzzle. That's another good way. That I had, and you had to put the states... And their capitals mm-hmm. in the wooden puzzle. Yeah. Um, and so that's how I learned the states, the states and where they went yeah. geographically. Oh, look at that. It's just hitting a lot of 
probably New York educational standards. I'm, sh- I'm one sure. One activity. I remember this being like a, not a school thing. This was yeah. like at my grandmother's house mm. because <laughs> weird things got taught like patriotism at Anna's house. Like you learn, I mean, interestingly enough, I don't know the state song, uh-huh. but I do know like every single Yankee doodle song <laughs> Every like if it is flag day or the fourth of July, I could sing a repertoire. I like how those types of songs are now just Yankee Doodle songs. Those Yankee Doodle songs. Um <clears throat> so I learned and 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 also I didn't like the state song. I don't even know what the like cadence is or the melody. Yeah. Because I didn't like the way that it sounded. Right. It's not a good song. Right, so chart topper. If somebody like if Mariah Carey wants to write a state song, oh, I'm down. I'll learn that. Beyonce, totally. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Snoop Dogg has his like kids affirmations albums. Does he really? Yeah, I didn't know about this. Oh my god, I'll play this for you later. So Snoop Dogg has his kids affirmation album thing, and I am fully down. I have not. We've been playing these for Luna every day. She's here. Well, I mean, we're doing other stuff with Luna, like having dog tea parties. It's true, but puppy, like puppy tea. There was a time yesterday when she was here. You uh-huh. went to go teach class, and it was just her and I, and we were playing. But you were close enough that she heard you, so yes. she was like knocking on the door a little yes. bit. So she was a little sad. So I thought, like, didn't want to put the TV on. Mm. But I'm like, oh, it'd be nice to have sound or something, right? And I got distracted, couldn't think of something right away. Mm-hmm. But now I'm gonna have Snoop Dogg affirmations. Snoop Dogg affirmations queued up. Yep. Yes. Wow. It's amazing. So I think that you know teaching geography, if, if you know Beyonce could fit that in, like she's yeah. got little ones, they need to learn it. Like, yeah. you know, I think Snoop Dogg did it because he has like grandchildren now. He does have grandchildren. <laughs> so he Snoop like, Dogg is a pop pop. So he was like doing it for his. It's amazing. Um, I think he's Paw Paw actually. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. Because it's dog. Oh, my God. That's so cute. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I might cry a little. That's amazing. Unless he's Snoop Lion, but all the paw translates. No, 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 no. No. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. So, anyway. So. I don't like the state song, so I never learned it that way. Um, I do remember other people doing it. Do you know what it sounds like to me? Well, sing it. Alabama and Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, and Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, and Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa. Still 35 to go. You know what it sounds like? What? A honky tonk. I see that. ASMR. I don't like the sound of it. Like makes my ears be like, no. Okay, fine. So. I will write a metal version. Okay. It's just like... Dur, 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 dur. Oh, you know, I just had the thought too. I was like, can we get Josh to write a like... Oh, yeah. He's got little ones too. He does. You know, like let's teach Josh those kids. Josh can do like a kirtan version. Josh can like... I'll rock out on the harmonium and he can like... <laughs> he can do the thing. The drums and, and, and the we mixing. Can, like, yeah. We can like... We can knock out a good state song, I think. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like it too. Look at that. Awesome. But... And... That's not what we're here to talk about today. No, it's not. This is, I think, a double topic. Maybe? Double secret topic? 
Well, what's the what's the one that we were that you were thinking of? In bulk. That's what I thought. Yeah. But are we also going to tie in ritual, or is that something separate? Oh, uh, let's see where it goes. Okay. In bulk, another weird word for Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it? Is that it? Is that right? I mean, yes. What is in bulk, honey? Take it away. What is in bulk? In bulk is the midway point between between the winter solstice mm-hmm. and the equinox. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. 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 So um, it's you know old Celtic pagan ritual fire right, festival like- time of the year. Oh, okay. You know, so uh, we consider in bulk, you know, one of the one of the major one of the pagan high holidays. One of the major festivals. You call them high holidays. <clears throat> sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. So it's meant to like mark the halfway point, uh, and that coming back, like the returning of the light, and it's and it's interesting because technically it's the first of the spring festivals which Mm. anybody who like if we think about where this festival originated from in ireland and scotland like we're like well it's not spring there no this is not (laughs) like it's not spring that's spring spring the weather hasn't turned yeah anywhere this was more likely to be celebrated right right it um however it it translates in bulk translates to like loosely in the belly oh so it's like you know the seed has been planted things are growing in the womb in the belly of the earth and they haven't yet birthed but they're there oh okay so it's a um it like calls in the changing of the seasons it celebrates the you know we've crossed over from the darkest time of the year mm. into starting to move even closer to lighter days i did see uh like a picture or a graphic on facebook somewhere and it was basically said something like congratulations we have made it through the 10 darkest year uh, weeks of the year mm-hmm. you know it goes from essentially the week of thanksgiving to about now that's yeah. when like it's really like you know i guess in upstate new york sun is setting at 4 30 and it's really dark. And now it's even like, it's still light after, around five now. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm so excited you're, you're about so that. You're so happy. It's just an mm. annual countdown of like, honey, it's going <laughs> to... We, we get the daily sun reports. <laughs> sun's going to set at five o'clock this time next week. I love that you say five o'clock because, friends, it is. he does not tell me that the sun is going to set at five o'clock. He will be like, honey, the sun is going to set at 5.03 today. <laughs> And this isn't like a new pop-up thing. I've been doing this for years. For years. For years. It's just an old man thing. <clears throat> so I did find out because I was like, okay, you know, the historian and me. And there's a lot of like neo-pagan shit that, that happens where it's like, when did we decide that this was a thing? Like, mm. did we decide this in the 70s? Not that that's like bad, yeah. you know, the 70s was 50 years 50 ago. 50 years ago. Um. But actually, they they have found like in Irish literature hmm. that dates back to the 10th century oh. mentions of imbolc. Oh, cool! And that it has to do with the breeding cycle of sheep. Oh, okay. 
And so like the production of milk Mm. that happens at this time with all the ewes, with all the the mommy sheeps. So the sheepies are... Now I want to play Catan. Really? Yeah. You never want to play that game. I know, but I just thought about sheep. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the the ritual aspect comes from the cycle of breeding sheep mm. and acknowledging that, like, with the birth of spring lambs, yeah. you know, this is a time of, like, celebration, abundance, obviously. Well, that's a better metaphor than, like, seeds in the ground if, like... The right. babies are in the belly kind of thing because that's when they actually are. Because like you said, looking out the window, it's like there's – if their climate is anything like this one, there's no planting yet. I mean, we got to wait a couple more months for that. But right. I mean, yeah, the sheep the sheep one makes way more sense. Um, And so the other aspect of Imbolc is the goddess Bridget. She's my new favorite. You love Bridget. I do. I was reading a book and, uh, and like the first chapter was about her. Oh yeah. What do you love about her? Uh, I forget. <laughs> um, no, I think it was. I mean, a lot about her either holiday or time of year was about growing in transition, mm-hmm. which I'm I'm not really good at. Right. So I think I was more of like trying to channel the idea of like mm-hmm. between two worlds, between two seasons, like things are moving from one place or time to another. Right. Um. And I always like any sort of mythology spirit system that has balance. Yeah. You know, like the balance between light and darkness, literally, like sunshine, darkness, mm-hmm. male and female energies, too. Um, I appreciate that. And all of her symbolism of like arrow and fires, I find pretty cool. And that's why I was thinking, I was going to like, after reading that chapter, of like what to add to my tattoos since they're all in my left arm. Mm-hmm. Which is the feminine? It is nice. So I was gonna put either an arrow somewhere, bridges cross, and or want to do like fire or some sort of flames, but like don't know how to put that so I don't look like it's like a hot rod or something. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like I don't want that. So I haven't, <laughs> haven't quite figured that out yet. Ooh, well I have some imagery for you that Ooh. I think might help. Hit me with it. Okay, so Bridget um, is one of the most powerful Celtic gods goddesses mm. like she is um you know the goddess of fertility she's mm. the goddess of poetry writing literature creativity um she's often worshipped by uh, a class of celts that were considered in um like as a craft they were the poets and the historians, or the oh, writers and the historians. Like the bards, so to speak? Yeah, but they're not called that. It's something right. with an F, and I don't remember. <clears throat> nope, it's not going to come to me in any kind of reasonable amount of time. Um, so she is, she appears basically throughout all kinds of poetry, writing, literature, mythology in Ireland. And um, there are places like St. Bridget's Well Mm -hmm. um, that are like sites of pilgrimage. People go there. Uh, And so essentially, they say that she was born um, with a flame, Mm. like in her head. Oh, that's cool. And then like coming out, right? So sometimes she's depicted 
as being redheaded. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> Not always, though. And uh, and that as she was born, she also drank the milk of <laughs> like a mystical cow or something <laughs> from the spirit world. Um, <clears throat> but she's also uh, attributed to the first keening, which is like such a major thing in Irish, ancient Irish culture, which uh, keening, keening is essentially wailing out loud, crying like in song oh. for the dead. Oh, jeez. So Irish and Scottish women would like actively sing cry the dead mm. uh, from this realm into the next realm. Um, <clears throat> you know what it re- reminds me of? Correct me if I'm way off base. Do you remember in the extended edition of The Two Towers? Maybe. Well, then we got to watch it. Okay. We got to watch all three extended versions. Oh, now. my God. <laughs> Not this second, but okay. soon. Right, anyway. So you remember in the movie when um, they bring Theoden's son back? He's wounded. Yes. And they bring him back and he dies? Yes. At his funeral in the extended version. Yes. Like it's just like in the, the regular movie, they just like put him in the tomb. But in the extended version, Eowyn sings this song mm-hmm. that's, you know, a minute long. She like, And it's kind of like a whale singing. Yep. <laughs> Whales. Oh, wh- wow. <laughs> <laughs> Like that. <laughs> you said whale before. <laughs> no, not that kind of whale. You should see like the needle of like the sound on this on the garage band thing. Like it's off the charts with that whale song. Honey. Lincoln was totally offended. Yeah, he was shocked. But yes, she sings a song and it's not in English. It's in, you know, ancient uh, Rohan language or something. Ancient like. made up language. Yeah, ancient made up language. Awesome. But it's beautiful and it's really cool. So is that since you yeah. don't know what I'm talking about? No, I know exactly what you're talking oh, okay. about. Now. You know the scene. Yeah. Okay. Yep. When you were like, do you know the scene in the extended version of and I was like, immediately no. But then yes, it came back. So <clears throat> actually in bulk, St. Bridget's festival uh-huh. um are interchangeable. Uh they recently oh. made St. Bridget's Festival, an official oh, yeah. holiday, yep. um, again, which is interesting because, uh, you know, Christianity coming in and snuffing out all things pagan. All things pagan. <clears throat> all things, yeah. Yep. So it before Christianity, um, the the festival officially began the night before. So it became it began on, you know. January 31st. Nice. Ish. You know, and again, we're working on calendars that don't necessarily match up because sure, yeah. um we're talking about like moon cycles. Mm, right. Know? And don't okay. get me started on how it it still can't wrap my head around why we don't have 13 months that are all like equal and have 13 moons of the year. Like I just can't. I don't I'm Well, I mean, the cal- isn't it cuz like the calendar we have now had to be changed from one that was made and like we had to add months a month to it or something like the Gregorian calendar, Julian calendar, whatever, whatever calendar was changed to was slightly off and then had to be amended. Well, this one's slightly off because we need to have 13 months. Well, it's also off because like, uh, isn't like September, October, November, December. Uh Isn't it like Sept? Oct, Nov, Des, like those yes. are numbers, like right. seven, eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. 
But they're not the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth months. They're not. Right. That's And we're still missing a thirteenth month. Yes. So anyway. Anyway. That's for a different podcast. Maybe when we know what we're talking about. Maybe when we have any idea what we're talking about, <laughs> other than my irritation that there are not thirteen months for thirteen moons. You know what day irritates me the most of the year? <laughs> what calendar day irritates me the most? Tell me. Do you want to take a guess? I can't even t- I, like <laughs> I'm utterly speechless, but I'm about to learn something new about you, so I'm excited. March 31st. <laughs> Why? Because by that time, it's technically spring, it's March, but it's still not really spring. Like, the weather hasn't quite turned, and in like I just want it to be April, because mm-hmm. in April is like really when we start to see a turn. Or we, we can. Like, it can easily snow. Or it could be 50 degrees and sunny. But that last day, it's like, ugh, it's like we're so close to being done with March. Mm-hmm. But we just say, instead of a 30-day month, it's 31, and this day is just annoying. Mm-hmm. That's all. Um. Yes. <clears throat> and imagine if, like, March only had 28 days. How lovely March would feel. Yeah. That's how I get through February. Yeah. So we got 28 days mostly. Because what is 365 divided by 13? I don't know. It's probably 28. Is it? We'll do the math. Well, actually, isn't it more like 365 and a quarter? Great. <laughs> do that math while I talk about how we celebrate in bulk. Okay. So, first of all, we got married on January 31st. <clears throat> Which is very exciting because originally I wanted to get married on the equinox and it just couldn't have happened. <laughs> you mean the solstice? No. Which equinox? Well, I mean, yes, but nobody wants to come to a wedding on December 21st. No. Um, so the equinox, the fall, autumnal equinox, mm, right. because we got engaged in June and I was like, ooh, fall is so beautiful, you know, particularly at the venue where we were going to get married. And, you know... My father-in-law was like a year and a half. <laughs> Don't make me wait that long. Make me like, wait that long. Which is, it surprised me too. So I know. Like, inter- like oh, uh, sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't, did not for a million years think that like that wait would have been not like a problem, but like. Right. I mean, it was very cute that your dad, it seemed, was like anxiously waiting for you mm. to get married. <laughs> he was like for the love of god he go to church on sundays pray for you to get married sweet baby jesus tiny baby infant jesus please (laughs) dear 25 year old lightly bearded like mike piazza jesus okay um so anyway uh we created a celebration (laughs) um around saint bridget's day or in bulk every year because it's our anniversary. And oh, I like that. And typically we go somewhere. Yes. Yeah, we do. Actually, um, we have the past three, two, well, 20, 21, 22. I think all three years we went somewhere. 20, 21. Not 20. 21 and 22 we did. Yeah. 20, 21 we went yep. to the Catskills? Yes. And last year we went to Gettysburg. Yes, we did. Yeah, we didn't go anywhere this year. Um. And we didn't because we're going to 
Costa Rica so soon. Yeah, we got so two trips. Very back-to-back-ish. Very, yeah. So, um, yeah, we we create a celebration. Uh, way back prior to Christianity, um, you would create uh, an effigy of mm. St. Bridget, like a doll, Yeah, you know, a small doll, and um, you would put her in a dress and in a basket, kind of like a baby or a doll, mm. and... Um, you know, offer her basically to Bridget. Would you like set it on fire, send it down the river, throw it off a cliff? What are we doing with this? No, you just put it in a dress and put it in a basket oh, overnight. Okay. Um, and, you know, like kind of calling Bridget into your home. Oh, all right. And then there's also like burning of lamps, lighting of bonfires, like it's a fire festival. Cool. So um, in any way that you can bring like warmth and light and mm. the hearth kind of energy into your space. You know, if it wasn't 15 degrees out, mm-hmm. what I would say is that we should have a fire in the fire pit, then have another fire in like that portable fire pit mm-hmm. that I found on the side of the road. Yep. And then like maybe one more, just have like a series of fires. Oh. I know. Well, and she is known as the triple goddess. Oh. Embodied. We and need- in bulk, she's the maiden. Oh. So we would need three fires. Yeah. I mean, I would say four because I actually think that there's... A fourth. Like now that our lifespan has expanded beyond. Oh, you mean a fourth, like a fourth archetype? Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, the fourth archetype. So there's the maiden, the mother, the mother, the witch, the witch, and the crone. Witch and the crone are different? Yes. Okay. What's the fourth? What's your fourth? Maiden, mother, witch, and crone. Oh, maiden, mother, witch, crone. I thought there are. There's maiden, mother, crone. Oh, okay. You skip the witch. Skip the witch. Can't skip the witch, Don't man. Skip the witch. <clears throat> so, um, then Catholicism made uh, Bridget a saint, and uh, there's actually like they can like uh, in Catholicism, she's a historic person, mm. um, not a goddess, and mm. uh, there are accounts of her life written by monks. Mm. She is considered the patron. The patron saint of um, midwifery, oh, and mothers and nuns and dairy maids. <laughs> I like how saints have a array of things they are patron of, and it often is a is a very diverse right set of skills. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because you know the accounts of this personified um, historic Bridget is you know very similar to the attributes of the goddess mm. Bridget. Um so it's like Bridget is like the perfect step-by-step illustration of taking something that once mm. was pagan and earth-based in nature and shifting it slowly over into Catholicism Christianity so that people would be like, "Oh, cool. I don't have to give up my fire festival." <laughs> right, like instead of trying to eliminate one thing completely mm-hmm. like co-opting it where yeah you can do this now but now it's actually two things and then eventually it becomes one thing right know? yeah right huh. and um so saint bridget is uh associated with kildare the place mm-hmm. yes and uh the goddess was as well the goddess bridget was oh. also um associated with that and uh they they say that (laughs) 
I think it was in the 11th or 12th century, nuns created this fire in celebration of Brigid, and that fire burned for uh, 500 years, nonstop. That's a good fire. Produced no ash, and only women were allowed in the proximity of this fire. (laughs) Um, So I think that that's cool. Uh, And so in Kildare on St. Bridget's Day, the effigy is washed in water Mm. and uh, in the ocean and um, surrounded by candles so that it can then dry after it's washed. And uh, it's, it's just like this beautiful combination of like earth, fire, water, ritual components and ceremony you know like you take wheat straw and oat straw to make the effigy so we're taking Mm. like that earth element um bathing her in salt water Mm. you know it's such a typical ritual aspect it's like what can we wash away prior Mm. to this new beginning that's starting and then kindling fire or candles around her so that um you know we can bring in the warmth and the light and continue to build that 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 fiery symbolism. So, so cool. I had this thought the other day. Isn't it cool <laughs> how like things we need to help ourselves or like heal ourselves or make ourselves healthy are like all around us. We don't need to like create it out of nothing. Here's where this thought came from. I was cleaning out the wood stove in the morning <laughs> and then I put the ash in a bucket and just save it until the bucket's full. And instead of just dumping it anywhere, I'm starting to dump it in our garden. So it can just melt when it, you know, snow melts, it'll go on the ground and it'll help fertilize mm-hmm. the ground. We're going to plant stuff on. And I'm just like, everything we need is right here. Everything we need. Yeah. It's just right a- here. It's a miracle. <laughs> what was your thought? Did you when start I- singing the circle of life? No, I didn't. But like, what is it like to be you? Because <laughs> I have these thoughts and in my head, they have very clear beginning and that makes sense. But then I come inside and I say shit like, isn't it crazy how everything we need is just all around us? I love like, when you say stuff like, like that. Did you just go on a vision quest in the woods? <laughs> what is happening? Right. Start me from the beginning. Yeah. Well, except that I don't even need you to. Most of the time I'm like, okay, this is where my husband was outside <laughs> in his brain. That's nice to know. Um, so I love it. It's, it's one of you know my favorite things about you for sure. It's like other other ways I start a sentence that you're just like, I can see on your face. You're just basically, you almost stop what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I can't wait to see where this goes. And sometimes it's like, you know what else pisses me off? Yes. That's one. Yep. Or sometimes I even try to give a nice introductory sentence where I said, okay, follow me on this. Hold on. Hear me out. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I just launch into it. Right. Catch you off guard. Or you say it and then you're like, wait a second, hold on. Let me back up because this is where this started from. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you for catching me up Yeah, on what your brain is doing. Yeah. So back to the Bridget effigy okay. because you were talking about your tattoo. Yes. And, yeah. um, you know, everybody often now associates Bridget not with an effigy. No. With a cross. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bridget's cross. Bridget's cross, yeah. And... If you try to make a doll out of straw, if you've ever tried, any of our listeners tried to make a doll out of straw before, hay, straw. I have not. Yeah. Well, if you do it, Mm. it looks like a cross. 
because you take (laughs) these straight pieces of dried crispiness. Yeah. You tie them together to make the main body and then arms. The arms and legs, right? What else do you need in a doll? Nothing because you got to put a dress on it. Like it's got to have a thing. Oh, that's true. So originally Bridget's cross was an effigy. That's interesting. It was a doll. That's another great example of co-opting symbolism or something and have it evolve into something yeah. completely else. Yeah. That's crazy. So when people are like Bridget's cross, like, oh my God, you know, this is such a, like a, um, pagans might wear Bridget's cross. Yeah. And, and, and then it's like confusing because like, huh. you know, Christianity just loves the symbol of like, right. Know, this cross. The cross. And that's not actually where it comes from. Oh, so like now should my, t- now here's my, question and concern the question is do you find can you find any images of what like this effigy may have looked like like a straw doll now my only concern is that it would come out looking like those little sculptures from the first season of true detective (laughs) they like find all over the place where like the cult kills people Uh uh-huh don't we have bridges cross um tree ornament that looks yeah. like straw because right. uh, you can see the mm-hmm. like threads. Yeah, I just didn't know like if there's pictures of what it would have looked like before it kind of turned into a cross. Mm. Curious. That's a good. But I also don't want it to look like some sort of Blair Witch right thing. It's yeah, not the vibe I'm going for. Yeah, we should. Uh, we should look. Um, I mean, they're gonna look probably pretty. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna look they're gonna look a little creepy i think <sighs> well i mean we we like you said she is she's very representative of transition mm-hmm. and so yeah like the transition of the dead as well so um you know there are a lot of them that kind of look like corpses no okay just good. like just to have an eerie look. Oh, it's right. an eerie look to them. All right. Well, it's an eerie look. Um, we'll and then the next thing that it leads into is uh, something that we were... So we were reading Babel. We talked about that a couple mm-hmm. episodes ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> there was a part of this book where they kept referring to time in these periods that I just didn't know what mm. that meant. You know, right. Michaelmas, Candlemas. In reference to like the semester. Right. Like instead of saying it's like, this semester. It's Candlemas term. It's Candlemas term. I'm like, yeah. when the hell did that start? Candlemas apparently is a Christian holiday celebrated on February 2nd, mm. which happens to be the end of Imbolc. Okay. And the end of Bridget's Festival. Oh. So um, Candlemas started in Greece. Really? As a purification holiday oh. and a celebration of the return of light. Oh. So, um, you know, and you mentioned in the beginning Groundhog Day, February 2nd yeah. as well. And I think we need to watch Groundhog Day. Oh, of course. The movie you know. is great. So to end, to to wrap up our St. Bridget's celebration that starts with our anniversary and ends mm. with Groundhog Day, we can watch that amazing movie. We should. It's a really good movie. It's a very good existential. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Because like, I think there's definitely articles about this movie yep. either extrapolating or trying to figure out how long 
he was stuck in this loop. Like how many days did he experience based on how long it would take to master all of the things that he did? Yeah. Like he learns to speak <clears throat> French. He learns to ice sculpt. Like how much time would you need you play to play an instrument too? Uh, piano. Yeah, yeah. He learns piano. How long would you need to learn all those things? I think he was there like, I want to say year, like 30 years, 10,000 days. I oh think my God. something like that, which is insane. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fun yeah. movie. Yeah, and so Groundhog Day, um, you might have a, a cultural affinity, too, in your mitochondrial DNA. Oh. <laughs> okay, why? <laughs> because... Pennsylvania Dutch? Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah. Um, and it didn't even start until 1887. Oh, wow. And... Jeez, that's, like, not old at all. No, and there's some German something with a badger. <laughs> There's something that has to do with Candlemas uh-huh. and Germany and a badger. And mm. I don't remember anything about that. But I remember when um, I was teaching, I would we would talk about Groundhog Day. And uh, I remember that. And I can't, I don't remember details. I forgot to look it up before we went live. But um, basically, there, uh, there isn't like a direct correlation between in bulk and Groundhog Day, mm. other than the fact that they, in bulk and Candlemas, are both at, around the same time. Right. But they were they were so far away. Right. Like, There's no direct right. Connection. And and it's just further proof that like, you know, we're human beings. We're playing. We're paying attention to the natural world and cycles around us you know, agrarian type of cultures and society. Like when are things fertile? When are things growing? When are we going to stop starving? When is the light coming back? Like these are all very instinctual. Like, you know, when can we eat brownies? (laughs) In like Ireland and Scotland, it's like, oh, we're celebrating the sheep becoming pregnant. In Germany, it's like, oh, are the badgers running around now? (laughs) Did the badgers come out and then go away again? They come out and run back in. They're like, it's, F this ass. like, more winter. It's too cold. But if they run around, right, early spring. And I always thought, I never actually knew. I mean, I know that if you see, like, you know, if the, the groundhog is supposed to say early spring or not. Like, when is winter going to end? Right. And I always thought the end of March. I thought that wasn't early spring. Right, I know. Didn't we have like, this conversation? We did. Like, I'm like early spring, you mean like before March 21st or 2nd? Like it would come earlier? I have i can't tell you the last time I saw that. Yeah. So I thought, I'm like, oh, I thought that was the earliest I could ever hope to see in this part of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, which is, which February, you know, it's, mm. the be- it's also like the beginning of February. And um, also, so in ancient rome there was like a februarylia <laughs> are you sure feb februarylia februarylia i don't know how to pronounce it um which translated to time of purification so it's like oh. another purification festival type thing happened in february and it was dedicated yeah februus februus yes and you would make offerings to the gods of the dead. Mm. Like this was a very ancient Roman thing to do. And it precedes or it begins, it kicks off Lupercalia, which mm. in two weeks we celebrate as St. Valentine's Day. 
Oh, see, you know what? Now you're th- thinking about like the beginnings with like the sheep and the seeds and the, you know what starts in like two weeks? What? Pitchers and catchers report to spring training. <laughs> spring training starts, man. So we're back to sports magic. Yeah. Which, <laughs> footnote, we must have done some really good sports magic last March mm-hmm. because not only did the Yankees make the playoffs, but the Giants got really far in the playoffs, too. So amazing. Like, I did not expect them to do diddly squat. And mm-hmm. they, of course, they got whooped by the Eagles, which is like the worst thing for a Giants fan to happen. Fucking but anyway. Hate the Eagles, hate man. the Eagles, man. But anyway. Yeah. Maybe we should do some more sports magics. Oh, we, let's we, do it. Yeah. And speaking of magic, <clears throat> what we do this week, aside from cleaning out and purifying the house so you can do like any kind of smoke clearing you want to do in your world. Um, today, as we record this, um, is February 1st. And really for the next few days, you can blow cinnamon out the front door of your house. And that will call in... Mm-hmm. Like just take a handful of cinnamon. I go, <laughs> yep. Huh. Blow that cinnamon right out the front door. Okay. Um, to call it in abundance. You can put some cinnamon in a little bowl with some candles and also um, you know, call in abundance in that way. So those are some like modern yeah. ritualistic That's cool. aspects of now, how cinnamon, like how because cinnamon isn't really indigenous to where these holidays started. No, cinnamon um like using cinnamon and pepper and those kind of things in ritual are more like like new neo-pagan. Is it like the idea that like these are rare, hard to get things and you are sacrificing, like making an offering of something of value? Yes. Cool. Perfect. Look at you, honey. (laughs) It's a cuting. It's a cuting. Yeah, because like spices Mm. are an indication that you have something of value, like some kind of currency, Mm. whatever that currency might be. Hmm. You didn't get to willy-nilly have spice. Yeah, you didn't just find these. Yeah. That's why, like, man, that peasant palate kicks us in the ass. Basically beige. It's like, let's have some potatoes and cabbage. (laughs) See, you had some corned beef, and I am just a camper. Well, there are some spices in corned beef, so at least... There's an element. Can't wait for that. I'm so excited. <clears throat> I love that in your Irish stew. That makes me so freaking happy. <laughs> you know what I love that we have been doing? And we have to, I guess, give credit to you and all your witch pagan ways. Oh. Is that celebrations last many days. Yeah, like they it's do. It's not just, this is the day for something. Which I guess, in our practical daily life, yeah, I mean, you can't really dedicate a week to a whole celebration. But like, they're in the air. We talk about them. We do little things. And I like yeah. it. Just it's just it's not just a one day thing. It kind of has a, a larger space. Well, and I think that it's important because you can make holidays mm. a week long. You know, a celebration. Yeah, you do it for your birthday. Three, that's a month at this point. Um, weeks go by too fast now. Uh, <laughs> you can because it's not about like time out of time. Mm. Like, we think of holidays now as, like, a reason you don't go to work. (laughs) You know, like, why did Ireland make St. Bridget's Day officially a holiday so people could have the day off? People were still celebrating St. Bridget's Day. This is not like, oh, suddenly we care about St. Bridget, you know? (laughs) Um, And part of, you know, I mean, my, obviously, this is my opinion, around magic and festival and celebration is it brings that 
into the mundane aspect mm. of life. So you're not necessarily like stopping your work. If it was 800 years ago and yeah. you were celebrating Bridget for three days, you couldn't just like not take care of the livestock, right. not, you know, do the tasks. Yep. It was just like interwoven in this celebration and people gathered in community and they were helpful to each other. And there was probably, you know, shared meals that were a little bit more special or mm. extravagant for these few days. Um, you know, because God, they were basically doing cleanses for the months of January and February <laughs> because you got to make the food last, man. Food's got to last. Food's got to last. We are growing a new body. You can eat cabbage. For six weeks. And water. Cabbage and water. <laughs> and that's it. Good, good God. They didn't have Tums even. Not even sneaky, snacky Tums. <laughs> well, I like it. Let's keep celebrating in bulk. Let's do some in bulky things. All right. What if I blow the cinnamon into my hot toddy? Is that the same? No. Probably not the same. No, because you're not making an offering of cinnamon. You are consuming the cinnamon. Good point. Yep. Awesome. Well, happy St. Bridget. Happy Bridget. Happy in bulk. One step closer to spring. Happy Februarylia. Happy Februarys. <laughs> Merry Februarys. <laughs> Merry Februarys. Happy is, anniversary. Happy anniversary, honey. This is Matt. This is Jeannie. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>